Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News for June 2, 2021, the Senate actually does something edition. Unbelievable as it may seem, the Senate has passed a bill to fund the CFTC whistleblower program. As reported by Mingi San in the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, a Senate bill would temporarily create a separate account to pay for the operation of the Commodities Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC whistleblower program, as the agency confronts a funding crisis over a potential large payout. Currently, the CFTC Customer Protection Fund, which is funded by money the agency collects in enforcement penalties, is used to pay successful whistleblowers as well as for operating expenses and educational initiatives. The bipartisan legislation proposes the establishment of a separate account in the Department of Treasury until October 1, 2022, to ensure the CFTC whistleblower program will continue to be funded at a critical level. It's uh, just sort of amazing that uh, the Republicans would actually do anything in Congress. Uh, Next up, in uh, the No Surprise Department, Tesla failed to oversee Elon Musk's tweets, the SEC has argued. Security regulators told Tesla last year that Elon Musk's use of Twitter had twice violated court-ordered policy requiring his tweets to be pre-approved by company lawyers. Uh, No word on whether the chief compliance officer has to uh, be involved in this. As many of you remember, Tesla and the SEC settled an enforcement action in 2018, alleging that Musk had created fraud by tweeting about a potential buyout of his company. Musk paid $20 million to settle that case. Tesla also paid $20 million and agreed to have uh, Musk's social media tweets overseen by the company's legal department. <clears throat> well, let's see how that worked. Uh, next up, uh, Dylan Tokar, also reporting in the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, notes that Kathleen Brennan, Marsh McClendon's chief compliance officer, has moved to have an additional title, uh, the role of general counsel. Marsh Max, when she uh, solely headed the compliance team, it was heavily involved in putting together a report on how the New York-based professional services group plans to address environmental, social, and governance-related issues, a sign of how compliance is evolving. Uh, When she started, uh, she uh, said compliance was really a tick-the-box exercise about having a big set of policies and procedures. Today, compliance is more broadly about communicating values and influencing behaviors. That's why Marsh Max compliance function plays a leading role on ESG-related topics such as diversity and inclusion. Uh, I would uh, urge our listeners to check out this week's Compliance Into the Weeds podcast where Matt Kelly and I uh, talk about the role of compliance in ESG. So very appropriate words from the new general counsel as well as the chief compliance officer at Marsh McClendon. And finally, uh, the corruption uh, or the Trump administration's corruption, of course, knew no bounds. And the leases uh, in the Arctic National Wildlife and Refuge uh, were clearly a part of that corruption. Well, the Biden administration has suspended oil leases 
pending a uh, full Environmental Policy Act review. Uh, this could, uh, not only could, probably will extend most of the Biden administration and will probably end at the end of the leases. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.